Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. And joining us in the studio, I'm very happy to announce, is Pope. Pope, how's it going? Awesome. Uh, the Pope. The, the Pope. The Pope. Pope. Am I the Pope? From I, think the, I think the guy in uh, in Rome has me beat. But. Well, those for listening on audio, I wanted it. He's Pope Bear. It is Pope oh, okay. Bear. Not the Pope. Not the Pope. <laughs> totally different people. Uh, but yeah, it's been a great uh, week. We got a lot of good information from Bungie and... Uh, Excited to talk about it. So much information. We brought two guests. Grenader Jake is also here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. You happen to be in town, so yeah. we ended up like, all right, let's do two guests. See how that goes. Yeah, I'm on a cruise, and it stopped by San Francisco for the day, and I was like, hey, we can make this work. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. we had to do Thank was boot off CJ and Sean. Yeah, that's it. They're gone. And we don't need them anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <I don't laughs> and of course, Fran Mirabella. Hey, Guardians. Hey, everybody. So... On today's show, we have some interesting topics. We're going to ask the guys and give our own opinion on what Bungie needs to hear because there is a new, let me make sure I get it right, Destiny Community Summit upcoming. So what feedback do we think that they absolutely need to hear during that time? We're also going to talk about how random rolls and weapon slot changes will impact the game. Will it be tremendous or not so much? And then also, are you excited about the tease that SEPA may be coming back and just general notes about the May update all right so let's start off the top you're actually going to the destiny community summit correct i am yes. you are uh none of us are so the question i want to pose is what feedback does bungie absolutely need to hear at this event i think that right off the top they need to hear from the community that that they need to act right they need to do something and do something quick mm-hmm and um, that I think that we are all in agreement that you know they need to take some risks and make some real jumps into what um, changes they can that the player base wants. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think they've been really safe up until this point, and some of these updates are taking longer. For example, the sandbox update, I, I would have liked to have seen that a month or two into the game being out. So um, I think I'm taking. I think that they need to hear that we need some risks to be taken and for Bungie to um, be okay with failing. But Pope, they adjusted the percentages by 0.6% for the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, you mean like real dramatic changes? Yeah. But faster, it sounds what you're saying too. I, I'm yeah. with you, yeah. It was yeah. like, there's such a polished studio, and we, that's what we talk about on this show all the time. I love how polished they are. I mean, that's what makes Destiny, Destiny. Same time, it's like... I kept saying, I'm like, why don't you just, just change something in PvP? Yeah. Something. And it took, you know, six months. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what we're all feeling. Then you go and you play Fortnite, right? And you're like, they keep changing stuff all the time. Yeah, Literally right? every day you know, something Different happens. engine, different team <laughs> yeah. game. But still, Crazy. that's the world that we're up against now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jake? What do you think they need to hear? I would honestly say the exact same thing. And I've been saying it's just from the beginning is that they need to do something drastic. And I, I posted a tweet about it a couple months ago that people kind of latched on to. I compared it to almost like Destiny is having a serious heart attack right now. They need to get into surgery and they need to go for it in order to you know, be okay. And instead, Bungie's kind of prescribing them some, some medicine. Mm-hmm. Made a heart attack, like, hey, maybe take this. It yeah. might help a little bit. It's like, no, we need, we need some serious action. We need something really dramatic to happen. And what, what frustrates me is, and I, f- I forget the guy's name, but he just posted a video a day before the Sandbox update came mm-hmm. out and told us, hey... We're taking huge risks in this sandbox update. You're going to feel crazy changes. Thank you. Thank you for the name. The hand cannons are coming back. You're going to see monstrous plays. And I watched that video, and I was like, 
I'm so excited for tomorrow. They're doing it. They finally are taking these huge risks that we needed them to do. I play it 10 hours that day. It's the smallest difference. Like yeah. It's almost like they took a little baby step, but said they took a giant leap. And it was... It's almost like, the to go back to the question, what do they need to hear? They need to hear that that's not enough. They need yeah. to take a more dramatic step. If that was their version of a risk, they need to redefine what a risk is for them. They need to go for something bigger. Yeah, um, well, I kind of agree with you. It's kind of a communication problem, right? Because like I was reading back, the, the Nightfall changes were one of the changes that I was most excited about, unique Nightfall rewards. And they come out, and the community is just kind of like a ghost and sparrows and a ship. Like, sure, the, the guns are cool. The guns are fun to chase. But um, did you get it, Silicon Aroma? What did you get, Silicon Aroma, the PvP sniper? I mean, the sniper. I did not. And oh. Bran, you ran it how I many times? It. I ran it for like it was actually about five or so hours. That's still a long yeah. time. You ran it like fourteen times, and you got it. But that grind's okay. Grinding that long for a ghost that gives you twenty five percent increase yeah. of XP on Nessus. Less, come on, a <laughs> little less exciting. But I'm like, sorry that you didn't get it. Not, not. <laughs> he's rubbing it in a little bit. But I yeah, didn't so, get it either. And yeah. I played it. I ran lot. it like five times, and I'm like, I tried. I can wait. Yeah, it was a grind, man. It was a grind. I didn't get it, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> but sorry, I interrupted to make fun of Destiny. <laughs> I don't mind having the chase. I don't mind yeah. waiting to get a weapon. I like, like the chase. I was excited. I actually I reacted, you know, on stream. I was like, yeah. oh my god, and it's yeah. a masterwork. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I had the feeling. Then I use it. I do like it. I'm not a sniper. I like it in PvP. It's actually pretty good, but it's not a game changer. And that's what's missing. If if I told you guys right. the game changes when you play Nightfall and there's this Gallahorn at the end you exactly. get, you'd probably come back and play. That's what we need. So the unique so, Nightfall rewards for me meant something different than what they did, they presented. Mm-hmm. In my, um, you know, go back to what Luke Smith said, you know, when we defeat a boss, we want to wear their ass as a hat, right? Yeah. We <laughs> want a piece of them to be for us. And I yeah. think of like what Monster Hunter does is in unique rewards from bosses is a good prescription yeah. for this. Nightfall rewards really would have given us an opportunity to get unique armor uh, weapons totally. that represented the um, accomplishment, the, the play style or the defense of that boss. Right, and that's how it was in D one. You right. could get armor pieces and weapons from right. Each so the the Shield Brothers gave you the arms for the Titan that looked like theirs. You know the uh, uh, the Scion flares, like the, raid, right? the Scion flares capes were really unique. Oh, those so, were awesome. Right. Yeah. So I was in my mind that that precedent had already been set, mm-hmm. and um, it was what I was expecting. And I think that that's also why there was a letdown. Yeah. yeah. So well, in addition, they delayed it. And here, here's right. what Christopher Baird actually said. With today's update, we've moved a few items out to later releases. This is because we are trying to ensure each feature we add hits a su- sufficiently high quality bar. So while we really want to get Nightfall Strike unique weapons into your hands next week to coincide with the Nightfall scoring, it's more important that each of those rewards live up to the difficulty it will take to earn them. They will have to be super cool. So we're giving the artists extra time to make sure they are super cool. And what we got was... Two sparrows, a ship, and a ghost that gives you 25% XP boost on Nessus. <laughs> Super and it's, cool. It's just kind of like the communication there. It's misleading, and that's what bothers me because they're like, oh, I'm super excited. I can't wait to try out all these new weapons. And it was it was really a bummer because I love running the Nightfall. I like doing it in Destiny 1. You got some really cool loot. Who, who remembers farming Omnigul? Yeah, of course. <laughs> or grass. You probably Everybody do. did it. Yeah. Everybody Everybody did it. Two blues. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Two blues. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah. But – I, I missed that, and I thought it was going to come back, and now it's not. And hopefully they address that in the I, future. I will say one thing, which is I never care about the ghosts and the sparrows. and Not that much. Sparrows a little more. Ghosts, 
I keep complaining yeah. because you just don't see them. It's like, can you inspect me and look at my ghost? Yeah, right, yeah. I keep asking for same type of idea. I'm like, what if I got a ghost from Pyramidian that does this cool thing? And when I equip it, um, like, for example, if I did Crimson Days, then it's dropping rose petals behind me, just like a, an aura. Anyway. Every time aside, you bring out your ghost, it's like the size of your body. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but the point is I want stuff to show off. Um, yeah. But I was just going to point out that I was most excited about the weapons. We have only seen the sniper so far. And it's not bad. It's not a game changer. But I am interested to see. Right. We don't know for sure about the auto and the hand, uh, auto, hand I think, and the hand cannon. Yeah, I think you're correct. So we'll see. But yeah, it doesn't give me a ton of hope where it's like some yeah. game changer. It's not an exotic game changer. In fact, that's what I'm waiting for. And I think we talk about it later, but what's coming with the expansion. And I'm way more excited about that than what so, they've been doing with Nightfalls. So I even gave them the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, all right, week one's a sniper. That's cool. They'll probably do the hand cannon AR, and then we'll get the May update, or we'll right. be really close, and they'll add more weapons to the loophole. Nope, next out. week it's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, oh, man, come on, you guys. Love you know, and I, I it, it was underwhelming based on my experience and my expectation of what Nightfalls should have in the past. Yeah. That in itself, the ghost, exotic ghost dropping in an activity and not hidden in uh, Eververse is a positive thing. Yeah. That so is, I, don't, right I, I, I do want to say that that is a good move in the right direction. But it is underwhelming based on the fact that we were expecting something different. Yeah, but if we point. compare it to the Eververse Ghost, the Eververse Ghost gives you XP across all The areas. cosmic whatever. Right? Yeah. So there's Versus. lots of different ones, and this yeah. one isn't bad. It, 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 they all have a, a planetary location. Mm-hmm. That they that they they exemplify, but this one also this one's a Nessus one, I think. N- right? But then it, it has an over it has an overarching perk on it. Okay, yeah, it's they're all all the exotic books, all the exotic ghosts have an overarching perk that is cool. Like for example, there's one that um, you know the everybody wants their their sparrow to summon quickly. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. So there's one yeah, that. No matter what you're doing, it, every sparrow summons quickly. So you can choose a sparrow that has more um, lateral adjustment or another perk on it, and then oh, and then be able to summon it quickly. Yeah. So I do like the concepts of the perk of those exotic um, ghosts, but when we go back to it as being a nightfall reward based on our expectations, yeah, it's where we are now. So I'll give you that. I'll just say. There are additional things to chase, and that is good. However, they should have been in addition to a core thing, like a piece of armor or weapon. Yeah. I, th- oh, I, I think it's it. you put it yeah, the right way, actually, which is – let's remember, we asked for something I could chase, and I know that I'm going to get it, which yep. was a – it's crazy that that was a problem in the launch of Destiny 2. But we did get that at least. Yep. But yep. now the problem is the actual expectation of the reward and what we wanted is not – what we what we thought the feedback we're giving it yeah is is better i have a yeah. feeling with what you're going to see is that's what they're working on for september or whatever sure. they yeah. can't get there but like that doesn't help us now which goes all the way back full circle at the beginning it's just Why another it small so step long? yeah it's yeah. just it, they keep doing these small steps and again it's in the right direction so you yeah. got to admit that it's a good thing that they're doing that but how much time do we have with all these small steps before mm-hmm. people are like, I can't take it anymore yeah. and go to other games and <laughs> yeah. stay at other games. Well, yeah. I think they are. They did. Well, yeah. some people yeah, already are. A lot of PUBG. Absolutely. Oh, no, I can't match. I can say I'm playing God of War. It's hard to so. match on yeah. PC right now. And but, it's just hard to but match. Population is really low. There. Here's the thing. A lot of people are going to play other games, right? Mm-hmm. But if Bungie does something great, most of them, or at least oh, yeah. some of them, will come back. For the sure. longer Without that they take these small steps, the longer they keep dragging this out, making it so little movements keep happening the less people will come back when the big move does happen. Yeah. Which is uh, why I keep hoping to do it soon, make something happen soon, before you save the game in a year and a half and it's the best game we've ever experienced, but only 5% of the community is there to play it. Don't cry wolf. Yeah. This is the change that's going to change everything. Yeah. It's so dramatic. We took big risks, 
and then you get that expect you get that reaction. I get my reaction. I think the, there's also a you know? there's also an openness that a risk that they're taking with giving us a roadmap, giving us expectations. They just have to improve that communication piece of like yeah. of, of setting those expectations. I think there's something that I that you see in the 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 weekly update, the TWAB that they um, put in there that the Go Fast update was a, when people like um, Fallout Plays did research on are we going faster? Mm -hmm. And the answer really is no, we're not really going faster. We're running the same. We're everything's the same. Mm -hmm. And the response in the TWAB this week was that, Hey, they tried to increase the sprint speed and things like that. And there was technical challenges and they're still working on that. It seems like that was a response. We also saw on Twitter where they said that one of the reasons why that happened is because it was breaking the game in that we were going too fast in load times. Mm -hmm. And so that came from Bungie. Um, I believe it was, um, but after Chris Barrett or something after yeah, Fallout plays identified the the speed changes. No, the he, he the, this was something that was said earlier before that. But we saw Fallout talk about how um, you know we're not getting any faster, and then then we saw the TWAB where where they explained that. Yeah, I I feel like that when we see movement modes like the Dawnblade and um, on PC you can get a Titan to skate. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and they aren't they don't seem to break the game in that way. I I I, I want to challenge them to to that to that answer, right? And say, "Okay, well, it doesn't look like you gave Dawnblade the ability to move super quick. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody's talking about sprint speeds being increased to that <laughs> level." Yeah. yeah. So. It could yeah. be that but how does that work? It works on console, okay? I haven't tried it, but I assume so. Dawnblade? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't do the Titan skating. It was just, yeah, for sure. Something, but but my up. but it, but the correlation doesn't match up to me. Yeah. The answer of it might break the game because we're moving too quickly. Uh, it doesn't correlate with the fact that Dawnblade is built to be Free fast. Yeah. yeah, right. So it just, I'd like us to go fast. Yeah, <laughs> totally agree. I agree. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard from Fran. Fran, what do you think they need to hear the most? I think we're saying a lot of it already. I think mm -hmm. honestly, whatever they intend to show, whether it's the expansion two and just get an early peek and some feedback, and how much they want to peel the wrapper off of maybe what's coming later in the year, um, I think it's just very dependent on it. Because mm -hmm. my my guess is they're going to hear a lot of what they've already heard. Um, like I feel like that's what we're talking about. But once they say, "Wait, guess what?" But we are working on those exclusive Nightfall rewards, and yeah, they're not coming until September, by the way. But I, you can't tell anyone. <laughs> then you'll get the feedback. You're like, I want them sooner. So I feel like they'll get a lot of that. But hopefully out of that, they suddenly will have that connection with the community. And yeah, I think that's what's missing is just like you just had it, the understanding. They really need the community, the people they're inviting to understand what's taken so long. Mm -hmm. uh, and as much as they say, we're going to tell you guys what's up. We're going to be more open. It's still not quite there. Mm -hmm. um, but hey, they're a, they're a classic AAA game studio. You know, They were not used to this world of having to – you know, operate like you see new games coming out like PUBG and just like they, they release a map that's completely unfinished. Yeah. Uh, which, frankly, it's super janky. I don't know whether that's... Very fun. Savage is a very fun There you go. Map. It's got its benefits. Yeah. And, it's a, <laughs> sure. and that is what I see as the difference. Bungie does not come from that world. They're adapting, bringing that AAA polish into this new world. If you're going to show us something else. early, show us something really early. Yeah. And I think we're a little bit more understanding as gamers when we see what you're working towards. Yeah. You know? Fortnite's Battle Royale was built in about three months. It used six years or whatever of game development. Yeah. But if you look at that, 
Some people can move very quickly. And I think mm -hmm. that's, again, the world we're in, it's a little hard for people to understand when they're seeing other games like snap around and, yeah. and just do crazy stuff. For sure. Uh, next topic, a little bit more into Jake's realm. We're going to talk about, uh, they sort <laughs> of hinted that they might be bringing back random rolls, but the phrasing is a little murky. Murky. And uh, weapon slot changes are definitely coming. That they did say clearly. And... How will that impact the game? Will it be tremendous, or do you think it'll be enough? I think, personally, I think weapon slot changes would be pretty significant if we get the Destiny 1 slotting, basically. It was significant for Destiny 2. Should yeah. change that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you think? It's hard to know, honestly, until you actually experience it. And I answer questions like this pretty frequently, where it's like, you know, how is this going to change the game? And, like, you think you know what's going to happen and then you experience it and it can be completely different. Yeah. But I do think that one of the things that made people love PvP in Destiny 1, made people keep playing Trials even though nobody needed the rewards, everybody hated getting stuck by fusion nades, but they kept playing Trials, yeah. there was that excitement factor. And what I mean by that is any round, at any time, something really insane can happen. You can run in with a no land beyond, an icebreaker, a shotgun, clean out three people, just one, two, three, and everybody goes crazy, and oh my god, that just happened. And yeah. the, it kind of led people to not only keep playing it, but to keep watching it on YouTube, on Twitch, because they knew at any moment that could happen. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Destiny 2, they did make a little bit of a step in the right direction by adding power bricks mm -hmm. to drop from random people. Well, not random. Once they have power, you kill them, they drop power. So it means power yeah. ammo is more consistently in the game. But still, it's nowhere near where it was. In Destiny 2, it's much more like... Round starts, the coolest thing that could happen is maybe he throws a nade and antiopes two people, and yeah. that's pretty cool, but it doesn't yeah. get me going, oh my god, yeah. you know? Yeah, because you can't use a You're sniper not and team a shotgun wipe. or whatever, right? Right, mm -hmm. right. But that team wipe, even ability, even if it doesn't happen, even if there's three straight hours where no crazy montage play happens, mm -hmm. knowing that it could was enough to keep people on the edge of their seats and keep people excited and wanting to keep playing. So sure. I'm excited for the potential. I definitely think if they do it right, it could make it so the game is much more exciting to play and watch than it is now. And then on the, the weapon front, here's what Hamrick actually said. There are solutions being looked at, and we're looking at ways to bring that back. So he doesn't say random rolls specifically. It seems like he's hinting towards that. I... He's being a little vague. And then he also said, we are working on a new system and we will have more to show and tell this summer when asking about slot changes. Mm. So it seems like these go hand in hand and we'll be introduced to them shortly. What it's do you think about that? It's something that he said that has got me interested in, in the expanded quote of that. He references um, what the studio is hearing from your feedback is that you want more control over your slot build. Yeah. build. And um, I think that there's tons to explore there. Um, he may be even hinting at a something like a Call of Duty type pick six, or you know their their, their system for what are you what are you doing with your weapons? Whatever you want in whatever slot you want. I mean, I <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. like maybe you never know. Cost associated with weapon types, so like you can't right. just do three snipers. You know? I've always I've always appreciated that in in, in Call of Duty is building your own. Um, your own loadout. It gave you that flexibility. I enjoyed being, um, you know, spending time in, in crafting that. And there's costs for putting in a, a character that's really light and uh, doesn't have footprints and, mm -hmm. you know, it's a sneaking class that costs a lot. So you lose out on, you know, some, uh, another weapon that is very powerful. So 
I mean, he's hinting at um, an, uh, uh, that there's a lot on the table. Mm-hmm. I think there's – I'm throw it to you guys. What other, what other ways can they, they do that? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I think it would be really fun if they could do like the Call of Duty system where they allow you to adjust your character build, which they already sort of do, and they are working on armor mods soon. Yeah. And – well, I'm sorry. They're redoing uh, exotic exotics yes. to be specific. And it would be really interesting to see what they do with – the new weapon system, I would like to see just put whatever you want wherever you want, but you have to weigh it out properly, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, it's like I think we're all part of us it seems to be avoiding just being like, what, what's wrong with Destiny 1? Like, just put it back at that. I actually <laughs> yeah. do have a few issues, but I think we're also searching for some new magic bullet. Be, I don't know why, actually. Like, maybe Destiny 1 was fine and just, just restore that. <laughs> Understanding it's a very different, you know, ecosystem and maybe it's 4v4 PvE has been mapped out differently but um but yeah I do think that could just be said which is maybe they're just going to bring it back and be like mm-hmm. yeah we flipped it and we got <laughs> they have to rejigger things with that the way bosses work and whatever but maybe that's all they're doing but then yeah I I do think it's interesting that there were problems in Destiny 1 and that's what they were trying to fix so maybe there is something risky and new to try and I, kind of, I what I'm thinking about is like is bringing Destiny 1 slotting back enough to bring you guys back I'm curious. Let, let me elaborate okay. on that question for you, Jake. <laughs> okay. If they turned on Destiny 1 Trials, would you be playing it? Oh, that question. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man, I hear that one a lot. Yeah. I bet you most people think I'm going to say yes, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to. Mm-hmm. Why? The, so people tend to forget it, but they did not leave Destiny 1 in a very good place. And I mm-hmm. kind of spoke about it a little special. bit before. But you just, yeah, yeah there's the special ammo is a problem right now in Destiny 1. And you just, everyone's running two fusion nades. Mm-hmm. So... It's it's still exciting. You can put on a No Land Beyond. You can get sniper ammo. You can make crazy cool plays happen. But I don't think it offsets the frustration of consistently getting stuck by fusion nades. I mean, mm-hmm. they come back every 20 seconds, and you have two of them. Mm-hmm. So they didn't leave it in a very good place. And I think that going back and simply unlocking it again is such a step in the wrong direction. I want to see them try to do something like that for the game that we're currently playing, mm-hmm. not like oh, God, we screwed up so bad that we're going back to our old game. Because that's just, it sends the wrong message to me. And again, I don't think they left it in that good of a spot. (laughs) To me, out of ignorance, I don't know why it was ever turned off. Just leave it on. It it happens every week. The servers handle it. In Destiny 1. In Destiny 1. They want you to play Destiny 2. They do. So besides money... But it's not just it has money. To be money, right? Well, that's split player base, right. can't matchmake. Guess what? That's what I deal with all the time when I try to play. Yeah, more, like, yeah. longer I matchmaking times, right there. Mm. Definitely, though, it is simple. Though it's like, why didn't you just leave it on? Though they, I mean, this is the problem. They spent all this money. You're right on Destiny Two. They, their whole team. That's what they work on. Yeah. That's what Activision invested in. And if you just turn Destiny One on, like that doesn't solve anything for them. Mm-hmm. It might give us a little bit of fun for a while, but it doesn't help the future. You know, and quite frankly, I'm with you. Like, I love trials. Everybody's moved on. Like, you can restore it to even a couple updates before they rebalance stuff. And, like, that wouldn't bring everyone back. Like, yeah. I still argue that Destiny 2 and the choices they made is not the only problem. The problem is Monster Hunter and Fortnite and Battle Royale games and the state of the fact that, like, quite frankly, Call of Duty World War II, I don't have the numbers, but it's, it's not like it was a horrific gameplay experience or anything. Some people like it. But, like, people aren't playing that type of game as much because there's so many freaking options. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think – I think that the diversification of how – well, we're honestly, we are seeing games go in a different direction. Like, to even see games like Splatoon existing and – 
it's just a different player base today, and I think that's what they need to solve for. So, so yeah, for me, going back, fixing some of this basic stuff doesn't even solve for the like larger problem. Yeah. <laughs> People are just playing different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least at the core, I know we all love Halo, and we love a lot of pieces of Destiny 1. At least get that plus whatever's next for it. And I think that's what the void in all of our hearts is that. It's like we loved all that stuff, and then you were going to come in with two, this big thing. Mm-hmm. And that we didn't know what it was either, and they haven't figured it out apparently. Yeah. Two as a so. whole just seems like a very odd misstep. I, I still don't understand it's how— a big you... two as well. It was very <laughs> misleading. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how like you— go this far away from what the core of Destiny 1 or what Destiny 1 ended with, you know, being able to select your strikes, being able to select any story mission, like just basic stuff that players should be able to experience. Yeah, I I kind of buy that rumor that halfway through development, right, that game directors had switched and people had left and they they only had, call it a year and a half or two to pick up pieces and rejig or Destiny 2, which is crazy if it's true. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that would explain maybe some of this like, when Iron Banner launched, I always point that out. I'm like, what happened to Iron Banner? Yeah. To me, it was that was the moment I said, oh, crap. And then uh, Iron knew. Banner was in such yeah. a good place when they left Destiny 1. Actually. Yeah. And like you could do your bounties, yeah. you know, clear them out. They like, got rid of the XP buff thing. It was, it just no. felt great. Dude, they came back yeah. with some like armor designs and you cashed in the same token system and then they got rid of power. It was in D2. That yeah. was very telling. I Meaning I'm I'm not going I don't want to relive that moment in our Destiny <laughs> 2 lives. What I'm pointing out is I think they've really been chasing You're whatever capped at what? 20 engrams? 10 20 engrams? I don't uh, remember. 20. Yeah. 20 at a time. For, to cash them in. That, that's been fixed, yes. but initially, yeah. But anyway, my point is they really do seem to be chasing their time and their production mm-hmm. cycles. Yeah. And yeah, it would be very interesting to see the community get back up there and see if they can get answers like, what's up? Yeah. What's going on? You know? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Know, do you know when that's happening? What? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Destiny Community yeah, Summit. It's on the 19th and 20th. Yeah. So pretty soon we should be hearing from the community members who yep. attend. Well, they'll be under NDA, I thought, though, right? There, we don't know exactly we don't know. what the, what we're going to be allowed to talk about and what we're not. I think that to to kind of reference what you're talking about, there's two things, two comments on that. Um, one is that I think Destiny is still alive right now because there really isn't any significant challenger that can challenge Destiny that is a Destiny-like game. I think there's games that have elements of it, yeah. but there's nothing like it out there. And if there was... It'll be toast. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. But there isn't. And that's and, – and it's it's at its basic level, Destiny's gunplay is phenomenal. Oh, it, yeah. it, it draws me in every time I get in there and I if, I – if I block myself off from the reward that I'm getting or whatever and I just jump into an activity and play, the game is fun to play. It feels so yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so, core mechanics are great. The core mechanic, right. So they have a, a winning oh. thing there, mm-hmm. right? But the other piece of that is I think that what happened is they they gambled with Destiny 2 on what it was going to be. And they went in a direction that was a mistake. And they're they course correcting. Yeah. yeah. And they're they course- popped their three of coins and no drop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raul, Raul was just like, nope, you, you, you don't get it. You get a blue. You're out of anger yeah. now. You, <laughs> one, one thing I do want to say, though, is it, I'm very impressed with the loyalty of the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. And that might not actually resonate with everyone because so many people were playing Fortnite and so many people were doing other things. Yeah. But this game, Destiny 1, kind of came out of nowhere. And what I mean by that is I wouldn't consider the Destiny community a Halo community. That no. was a completely different game. Destiny yeah. 1 was the, the start for the community that we have now. And that was the only game. 
Destiny 2 comes along and you know had some issues like we're talking about, but every time there's an update, every time there's something new happening, it it absolutely amazes me how many people come back to try it, come back to talk about it, come back to debate it, yeah. rather than just leave it behind and not care. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many games out there come where back. people would just say. I'm done forever. Right. I don't May. care. But people come back and they they care. May is going to be so interesting because like, are people burned enough that they're just not going to come back? I see that a lot in comments, but I've seen that in the past with like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. There was Boycott Call of Duty and all those people ended up playing the game. So with this May update, are people going to continue to play? That's going to be something. Yeah, I don't think see. so. One note on like the May update, update before we hear your... That's the one I think we're depending on right now. It sounds like that they're teasing Siva will be involved with the May update. Chris Barrett had a little tease where he pretended to be like a robot or whatever. (laughs) And uh, Big Show also was wearing a Siva-fied shirt. So do you think Siva would be an interesting direction to go with this Rasputin? Is it Siva or Rasputin? Well, let's be more clear. It's it's, it's a warmind. It's war. Yeah, exactly. It's It's a warmind. We don't know that it's even Rasputin. We think it's infected with Siva. Where That's we, what I'm thinking. Yeah, Grant. where do we? I was just wondering where the Siva part comes from. Well, well come on, it's a war mind. It has to be Siva. because you can use those enemies and bring them back to the game. Maybe no, no. Siva, <laughs> Siva was never a weapon of destruction initially. Siva was designed as a weapon of, or as a tool of construction. Yes, it was yeah. what was profe- propelling um, mankind into the golden era and and out into explore the universe. It helped. Uh, it could create anything. And the ball and we're like, cut off my legs and give me robot legs. So, so I think the problem with Siva is not like, you know, is how it was being used. And the war mines, when 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 threatened and attacked by the darkness, mm-hmm. chose to protect themselves with what they had. So Siva is a tool of both creation and destruction. Would you guys think it Siva's coming back? I actually 100%. Hadn't, well, I hadn't considered it yet, if I'm being honest. If if I'm a war mind and I'm trying to do my thing, do things that war minds do, I'm I'm probably going to use Siva. You're a Siva guy. Yeah. All right. It makes sense, too, because I, it looks really cool. I, I, like the lit- armor was I literally was just, I you know, it. I knew the theory, but I just was connecting. I'm like, actually, they have the systems, the particles, the, the enemies, and I'm sure they can expand on it. It actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I didn't think about it until right now. I just kept thinking of Rasputin and Warmind and actually that one mission in particular where you first go underneath in the Warmind in Destiny 1. And that was such a cool mission. I forget yeah. the name of it now. But I like that. I sort of thought the whole next expansion would be in that theme, you know, Russians speaking to you in the background and such. <laughs> <laughs> the French Bungie blog actually screwed up and said something about May 8th. That could be season three. That could be when this sounds DLC right. drops. But it does sound like the right window that sounds for right expansion. Uh, man, I would be so stoked if it was Siva, Siva related or anything. Just do you remember the weapons you would get in that raid? You would actually start out, they would look fairly normal. And then when yeah, you fully upgraded the perk up. tree, they would change their design. Yeah. Like their art team just does a phenomenal job. Access like, to be positive so cool. about <laughs> Destiny 2 for a second. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't really slight the art team. They're still phenomenal at what they do. It's incredible. And sound design. There's a lot of positive things to say. I think right now, I know I am, and the community is largely stuck in the minutiae right now, the little details. You need time to kill. I need proper strike nightfall rewards. But that's because I'm at endgame and I have nothing left to chase. Yeah. Like, oh, do I want that assault rifle that is no better than the one I have? No. Yeah. You know, I have the assault rifle that I need. Yeah, and for clarification, too, I do think Expansion 2 will bring some folks back. I just keep hoping it's not as devoid as Curse of Osiris. But they have all these changes. So, like, frankly, whatever new exotics they're introducing, it's so important that those are the ones that feel amazing that we want to chase. Because we have everything. You can't fix something I already have. Like, that's not going to help me. Well, Fran, it's also extremely important to note that you guys talked about SIVA. 
how much fun was that outbreak prime quest yes wow, so cool. i mean Secrets. so so we're getting exotics right yeah but how are we getting those exotics? I think one of the things well, you buy them at rule. Right? <laughs> so one of the things that I think they changed from D1 to D2 is how we accessed our exotics and they gave more of them to us in the game earlier and, and easier. Um, I think that that is one of the course correction things that I'll be – I'm hoping that they're hearing from the community and that exotics come at the, um, at the end of uh, – of a, end game, of, yeah. of a quest or something that you're an activity that you're like Acrius. I mean, that's I the, like the quests. I like the quest system for some exotics, but for all of them, and then the rest are just random. No, like you need secrets. You need outbreak prime. You need interesting quest lines. Well, you need you need a black spindle for sure. Yeah. Yes, that's, stuff like that's that. the secret one. That yeah. that's that's those are there's so, those are the ones that you want the community to discover and 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 come across. And it made for a great activity, and people gathered together to help each other through. Uh, the outbreak prime is same thing. Um, discovering that and that was so cracking cool. that code, it, it, that's fun. So I'd like to see the exotics go in that direction and move out of that simple um, loot pool system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think like maybe with what you were saying, we need to see the diversity, but the really good stuff I think should be more in that lines of big secret. Yeah. Or it's not mission. an either or thing, yeah. right, Fran? It's, it's a little bit of all. You did both right. in Destiny that's, One. That yeah. was great. Yeah. Do that. Keep doing no, that. No, that's what surprised me. It, like, yes, in some cases, you were more likely to get a drop. Well, let's say the vault, right? You, that's where you were trying to get Galahorn from. And like, or Vex or well, whatever, yeah, yeah, Vex Myth class would only yeah, drop Vex. there. there and, and that's, that's, that, those are really good ways of getting an exotic. I think that also what we're seeing here is like the changes to Graviton Lance uh, that, they're, that they've, they've hinted at, mm-hmm. um, how they're going to be making exotics more exotic is, is awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see. And they're they're saying that it they're they're, they're, so excited. They're saying that it increases the time to kill, and that's where they're going to be shaving off that in 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 PvP. And it's something that I've always been excited about. If you're a place, if you're a run and gun SMG person and hunter, and you why aren't you using Risk Runner? Mm -hmm. Right? Why aren't you? Why are you using uh, 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 a purple? Yeah, (laughs) uh, yeah, I know it's Antiope, right? Yeah, and so. How do you say it? Yeah. Antiope? No, it's Antiope. It's what? Antiope? We all just yeah. learned. It's all right. It's Greek. But yeah. so, <laughs> I'm going to keep calling it Antiope. Yeah. You, you do that. <laughs> Course no. correction from Pope. Yeah. So the uh, uh, it's it, it seems like exotics should almost be the cornerstone of some play style, right? And oh, reward yeah. the person for that. And if uh, if we see changes to, say, for – and not every exotic should be for PvP. Some should be for PvE. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at the the PS4 exclusive sniper Borealis mm-hmm. and being oh, yeah. able to shift um, its burn on the fly. I like something that, that is a really good quality of life. Yeah. It makes it fun to play with. But uh, I want to see those exotics become exotic and uh, be meaningful. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Lean into it, as they've said. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like Sunshot, I keep – they've talked about it in the past – I think that hopefully would be a good example where, you know, when we see it, when you shoot someone and they explode and Sunshine everything else great. starts exploding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope that's what we see. And we're like, oh, my God, you have to use Sunshot. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's crazy, <laughs> I hope we're at crazy level. At this sure. Right? Fate yeah. Bringer. Go back to Fatebringer. Mm. Right. Definitely. I think we've kind of gone over everything this week. But before we go, I definitely want to say thank you to both of our guests. Uh, Pope, where can people watch your stuff? Definitely Destiny Community Podcast, yeah. right? I, I think that that's where I'd direct people to, the Destiny DCP Live um, on Twitter and um, Twitch and YouTube. Exact URL address. What's the best? Um, DCP <laughs> underscore live. Cool. And just search for us there. 
Awesome. Jake, what about you? All right. So I For am, those who don't know. I am G-E-R-N-A-D-E-R, Jake. So the, wor- the word's weird. Don't worry about it. I'm Grenader Jake. You can find me on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. It's all, it's all the same thing. But I spend about 40 to 50 hours a week on Twitch streaming Fortnite right now. But hopefully yeah. someday soon it will be mainly Destiny 2 again. Optimism. <laughs> I like it. Nice. Well, hey, thank you guys both for joining us. And thank you, everybody, for listening. So until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out.